0: of riches we have of great talent in the Bay Area putting out good shit. The Sam Chase and the untraditional Ella Harp frantic romantic and on and on and on. So please go there and if you want more pop-offs than even that, well, Mixcloud.com P0P0FF for bonus mixes and other content. Um, At the end of that set, Annie Lennox And Al Green, put a little love in your heart. Go out on a nice positive message there. Um, That was a cover of the Jackie DeShannon tune, for those who don't know. Also, for those who don't know, that was a hit in, I believe, 88. If I'm mistaken, maybe 89. I went to number eight on the Hot 100, but it comes off the soundtrack to the Bill Murray comedy, Scrooged, A Take on a Christmas Carol. Before that, Donna Summer with probably uh, her second biggest hit of the 80s. This time, I know it's for real. As I said, she had left Giorgio Moroder at the insistence of record executives, worked a little bit with Quincy Jones, and then the Saw team, Stock Aitken and Waterman from the UK, got a hold of her and gave us one of the greatest, funnest, most cheerful pop juggernauts, dare I say, juggernauts uh, of the 1980s. Of course, Doc Aiken and Waterman, if you don't know. Look them up, because they, they were like the Motown of the UK in the late 80s and 90s. Rick Astley, Jason Donovan, and of course, Kylie Minogue, a name you might be familiar with. And then before uh, that song was uh, off Savage, the Eurythmics with I Need a Man, Hey, and that's true. I need a man. Um, so, you know, if you find me on Facebook... And you need a man, too! Maybe we can connect. Uh, let's see. What do we have? Oh! Donna Summer Uh, in the second... The, the third one that set was a remix of I'll Go With You. Conte Partio. Uh, uh, that was the Club 69 radio edit. That song was all up in the clubs about, I'm going to say, 97 or 98. Uh, it was a cover of a song recorded by Sarah Brightman and Andrea Bocelli, who did it as an epic uh, operatic waltz. Uh, I like their version, but I heard Donna Summers in the club. Because people don't know how to waltz anymore. But I'm bringing that back. I'm bringing the waltz back, I tell you. So that was a the remix. Uh, then before that, off the Diva album again. Annie Lex Walking on Broken Glass. And at the top, Donna Summer with a ballad full of emptiness off the Love to Love You record. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of Donna Summer and Annie Lex I didn't get to play. I mean, that's just... You don't have time with all the great stuff. So... Uh, And I didn't play a lot of the ballads. So I just want to say, for me, uh, my favorite Eurythmics tracks. Ooh, it's a tough one. But I say, Here Comes the Rain. Love is a Stranger. uh, I Hate You, You Hurt Me. That's an album cut. And and I'm going to say, Paint a Rumor. That's a good one. Um, And Sex Crime. So yeah, those are probably my favorite, rhythmic tracks of Annie Lennox's work. She went in a different direction when she went more rock, uh, when she went solo, and didn't have a lot of real dancey stuff. But "Why" is definitely a big one for me. Obviously, "Little Bird" because you know, as a queer, that's kind of one of our anthems, and that video's fucking great. Uh but, oh, "Wonderful" off "Bear." In fact, the whole Bear album is pretty damn stellar. Uh No More I Love You's, I Like Waiting In Vain off Medusa. Yeah. And then of Donna Summers, this time I know it's for real is definitely one of my favorites. I love On the Radio. Uh and Dim All the Lights, I think is fantastic. And um the uh Four Seasons of Love. I'm telling you, you need to own that record. That's just like I said, that's a record you just put on. Uh, So, yeah, that's it for me here. I want to thank you for supporting local music programming, my shows, and whatever shows you support here in the Bay Area and elsewhere because that's how we keep a thriving community, music community, and radio community alive. This has been your host, Bear, wishing all my poppies peace, love, happiness, music, and dancing and a uh, blessing for a great 2020. For your bonus beat. Well, what what song do you think it is? It's the only song possible at the end of a show, and it is a classic, and it is epic, and I'm giving you the kind of long version. Here is Donna Summer from the movie Thank God It's Friday with Last Dance. Ciao for now. ¶¶
1: Well
2: That's another baby, keep on working, for I ain't got the time for that. She's let go, I was another baby, keep on dancing or I'll find myself another cat. That's another
0: are listening to pop off the sound of musical curiosity i'm your host bear welcome to the show oh and as i said at the top i was on vacation but it is good to be back if i can give you just a little bit of tmi um i going through a bit of a thing personally uh emotion wise and a bit of what you would lightly call a funk um but music has in the past and has always saved my life, so it's really good to be back in the studio here playing stuff for you, and it is Pride Weekend, as I said. And each week I'll be focusing on a different era of music, playing some of my favorite songs to dance to from that era, and this time out we're doing a little old school rock and roll and 60s era, 60s Vietnam era stuff, and uh, at the top of that set, Dwayne Eddy, Rebel Rouser, uh, one of my favorites, and um, Brian is my favorite guitarist of all time, but Dwayne Eddy is probably, well, he's the precursor, so I, he may be second, I don't know, I don't really keep a tab on that, but Rebel Rouser's frickin' great, and I wish I could remember the saxophonist's name, because he's killing it on that track. The second track that set was Black Cadillac by Joyce Green. Um, I don't know much about Joyce Green. I didn't bring my notes with me. But it's one of those one-off records that happened a lot in that period, one-off singles. um, And you don't really hear a lot from women rocking that hard with that much sass. Uh, I think it was from um, either, either Georgia or Alabama is where she was out of Uh, and I don't remember the record label but her and people like um, well I'm gonna forget there were a couple on the Sun Records label that put out a few stellar rockin' singles Uh, but I absolutely love that track I found it about uh, I would sing probably about a year ago now and it's stuck with me ever since just killer after that of course was the king of rock and roll Elvis with Method Blues followed by Elvis again with Bossa Nova Baby those two songs not number one singles but I prefer them to a lot of the number one singles, I have to say. Especially Mesa Blues, a real slow burn on that one. Um, yeah, the sing, the number one singles, out of the, I like Heartbreak Hotel, is fantastic. Of course, Jailhouse Rock. There's a few that really stand out, but they all kind of sound like uh, Teddy Bear. And, um, well, you know, they start to sound similar after a while because you make one hit you want to repeat the success so you make it sound similar but yeah mess blues bossa nova baby great then at the end the goodies with sophisticated boom boom uh goodies nobody really knows about them anymore but they were part of the brill building factory machine uh, along with the shirelles and the crystals the shangri Laws, the uh Ronettes, the Chiffons, all those girl groups and all those great songwriting teams. I am gonna get this wrong, but I think it was Cynthia Whale and Barry Mann who wrote that track. Um, And I think that was probably around 63, I wanna say. I did a whole show about the Brill Building on Soundways TV, uh, which soundwaystv.com. You can go there and find that show and listen to it. It's great. Anyway, let's continue on. This next song is another favorite of mine from uh, some iconic acts that doesn't get play. I don't think it was released as a single. It certainly wasn't a hit. And it's another kind of slow burn. And uh, it's Diana Ross and the Supremes with The Temptations, but really it's Diana Ross and The Temptations. I don't hear much of the other Supremes on this track, but it's fantastic, and it's from that album The did together in the mid to late 60s that I can't remember the title of. But the title of this song is Try It, Baby. So here is Diana Ross and the Supremes with The Temptations on Pop-Off, The Sound of Musical Curiosity. Now Show them. That was the main ingredient, Everybody Plays the Fool, I believe the early 90s. That was uh, covered by Aaron Neville and made into a hit a second time. Uh, great tune that one. Before that, Etta James with Fire. And before Etta James from I think 1972, Joy Love Joy with In Orbit. I absolutely adore that song. Uh, that was the late discovery for me. <laughs> well, I discovered all this music late, quite frankly. Uh, That's a story I can get to in a moment. But before joy, Barbara Aiklin, some serious northern soul, just ain't no love. Another song of hers I really like is... um, Well, now I'm drawing a blank on it. but, uh, But at the top, Diana Ross and the Supremes with The Temptations and Try It Baby from their joint album... Uh, Fun side note about that is that's one of the few times uh, in my research I've seen the female act or singer listed first. Usually it's Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell. um, Yeah, the man's usually listed first on duets. Uh, The other one I can think of off the top of my head is Islands in the Stream where it's Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers, but it doesn't usually happen that way, so that just goes to show how big the Supremes were at the time yeah the 60's great uh, period for pop music especially a lot of um, groups that you don't hear about anymore that released some great singles Uh, and one of them is this next one coming up and again I don't remember the date of this but it sounds peak mid 60's Uh, here we go with the Vogues and you're the one on pop off the sound of the swingin' 60s. You are just tuning in. You are listening to pop off the sound of musical curiosity with your host, Bear. That's me. Uh, This is a rock and roll 60s show, dance party, celebrating some of my favorite dance tracks of the era, stuff that I like to dance to around my apartment, and hopefully soon, we'll be bringing to a dance club near you. Yes, I would like to get a night going where we play this music, and every other era and genre all mixed together in one nice melange. Um, yeah, that was a great set of a 60s pop. A lot of stuff you don't hear anymore. Some really obscure stuff, actually, that I learned of thanks to my hero, Dave Morey, who used to host the iconic K-Fog 10 at 10, which you can still find. It's on soundwavestv.com, but it's hosted by my friend Dennis Willis now. Uh, so look that up. But at the top... We had the Vogue's with You're the One, a big hit for them, a great track, and then the association with Windy, um, which started off a a streak of songs that all have sort of a similar... Uh, that sort of similar 60s marching beat that I absolutely love. Um, The association association was followed by Marty Wilde with a song called Abergavenny. I have no idea what that is. Uh, I think that whole marching uh, band sound was uh, copped from the Beatles. I have to imagine because they were doing that sound in the late 60s. uh, I think Avakabendi must be a place in England. I, I don't know. But that's a great track. And thanks to Dave Moore for that one. Also, thanks to Dave Moore for Crispin St. Crispin Peter's and the Pied Piper. Oh, oh, the groove on that one I absolutely adore. And then we uh, closed it out with Simon and Garfunkel and Cecilia. Back to the Pied Piper for a moment, though. Um, there's a cover of it by Bob Andy and Marsha Griffith two reggae superstars. Look that one up. It's a, com- it's a s- slowed down almost nightclub disco reggae groove, if that makes any sense, but that's uh, a great cover and worth checking out. Um, 60s we saw the British Invasion, obviously, with folks like the Beatles, as I mentioned before. The Beatles and the Stones and the Kinks and the Who and Led Zeppelin and on and on with all these great bands, but what often doesn't get talked about when we talk about the British Invasion is the invasion of all the British girl singers of which there were lots. And one that doesn't get a lot of mention here, but she was a uh, big in England and uh, other parts of Europe, is somebody who wasn't actually British. I believe she was Scottish. And I believe that this song was penned by Neil Diamond, but here's Lulu with the boat that I row. Three for Madness with your host, Bear. Yes, it is Three for Madness. Three songs, all one thing in common. So, what do you do when you got an artist that you really like and you can't decide which song to play? Well, huh, you play them all. Here's Evie Sands with You've Got Me Up Tight on Pop Off, The Sound of Musical Curiosity. <laughs> up, jelly tight, Tommy Rowe, a big hit maker in the 60s with songs like Sheila and Dizzy. Before that, a threefer of Evie Sands. Uh, at the end was um, well, I'm going to forget. Uh, Any Way That You Want Me, which uh, I think hers was the original, but I know it was covered by other people. And then before that, uh, Billy Sunshine with some serious horns. Um, You don't get horns like that anymore. By the time disco rolled around, the horns had gotten funky. The horn section had really taken a turn. Um, I think starting around 69, you know, with like Chicago, and then where Gladys Knight and the Pips went in that Motown era, along with Stevie Wonder. But in the 60s, in the rock and roll era, uh, the horns were funky, but they were but they were a specific kind. They were a specific kind of funky. They were really just tight, like you could just. It was all very uh, contained, and then you got to the '80s where things got a little loose with the sax solos taking it to the heavens, and of course in the '90s the sax solo kind of faded out, so sad. And now we don't hardly have horn sections at all, except for an occasional single. Um, Before Billy Sunshine, the top Evie Sands song was uh, You've Got Me Uptight. Oh, that song is glorious. Yeah, Evie Sands, check her out. Um, Not top tier Northern soul uh, artist. Very well known, but she had a lot of great singles. And um, before Evie Sands, let's see. Oh, Billy Davis. Yes, we uh, British Invasion. Billy Davis uh, bigger in Britain and some parts of Europe. But what you gonna do? A great rave up. Another song I like is she did a cover version of "Want You to Be My Baby." That's a certified floor filler. And at the top, "Lulu" with the boat that I row. I'm pretty certain that song was penned by Neil Diamond. Uh, next up, um, a band that's considered a one-hit wonder. Uh, but technically they're not. They had two, if not three, top 40 singles. Their biggest, most well-known single is 96 Tears. But this song I'm going to play for you is, um, I believe it hit the uh, upper 30s around 36. I don't remember the year. Um, and it's almost got a merengue, if I dare say a merengue type of rhythm going on. This is Question Mark and the Mysterians with Do Something To Me on pop off the sound of musical curiosity. off the sound of musical curiosity i'm your host bear and uh traveling through the rock and roll era and the 60s playing some great dance music that at the end was the honeycombs with have i the right uh also not a one hit wonder uh i guess you could call them a one big hit one minor hit wonder i forget the name of the uh minor hit but it was a top four they did have two top 40 singles is my point Um, That was a family band. You should uh, look up the video online because the drummer is the sister, which was not common back then, and that's kind of, that's fucking rad if you ask me. And some tight drumming on that track. Before that, of course, the classic My Boyfriend's Back by the Angels, one of the big girl groups of the era. And then some British beat Dave D, Doozy, Mick, and Titch with Save Me. That's quite a rave up. Love that track. Before that, some more British beat. Unit 4 plus 2 with concrete and clay. And then at the top, question mark, and the Mysterians with Do Something to Me. A number 36 chart hit for them, I believe. I hope I have that right. I know it was, uh, they were not one hit wonders. That was a minor hit for them. Um, Which reminds me of a humorous story that my friend Dennis told me. Uh, about uh, a local DJ in the area that works in uh, corporate radio, the corporate world, Um, and well-known. He's been around for a while, but apparently one morning show, I think, he played an ACDC song that was known, something like Girls Got Rhythm or Money Talks, but it wasn't on the uh, authorized playlist by the big heads at the top, and apparently they kind of shit a brick about it. <laughs> What's the song he's playing? It's not authorized. We don't know what to do. even know it was a Hide C DC song. So I mentioned that uh this is not a known question mark in the Mysterian song now. It was probably known somewhat back then. But also, you know, that's why I thank you for supporting the local community stuff like we do here in Mutiny and over also at Sound Waves. Uh, But also, uh, you know, supporting, even though it is uh, corporate stations, they are your local people DJing at the corporate stations, and they do need your support to keep radio alive, because we don't want it to die. Uh, My God, traffic drives would be hell if one didn't have radio. Um, The song I'm going to play for you next is another song that probably wouldn't make corporate's uh, authorized playlist. In fact, I imagine if they authorized any songs by Connie Francis, it would be her slow ballads. But Connie Francis was one of the uh, big stars of the rock and roll era and, dare I say, one of the queens of the rock and roll era. She didn't play guitar like Wanda Jackson or Janice Martin, but she did have a few rockin' songs and a few very, very... uh, sexy songs and one of my absolute favorites of hers is Lipstick on Your Collar but then when I was doing deep research a year ago for one of my pop-off shows on Soundwaves, I discovered this track that was a hit that you never do you really hear any 50 songs anymore let's be honest um, but it was a hit back in the day and it is absolutely glorious and absolutely sexy and it's called Fallen Here is Connie Francis. to get out of this play some British Invasion. Before that, the Mamas and the Papas with Straight Shooter. One of my favorites of theirs. And before that, Street Corner Society with Summer Days, Summer Nights. A bit of an obscure band, uh, I believe from the Bay Area. And uh, in the genre, the sub sub sub-genre known as Sunshine Pop, which also includes probably the Mamas and the Papas. Before that, some rock and roll, the Rockin' Rebels with Wild Weekend. And I want you to do me a favor. Uh, listen to uh, The Wild Weekend again. You can find it on YouTube. And then I want you to listen to uh, John Fogarty's rock and Roll Girls off his Centerfield album from the 80s. That was the period for John Fogarty when he was being sued by record labels for sounding too much like himself. Uh, they lost that court case. ha, <laughs> ha. But they would have had a better court case if they would have sued him for sounding too much like the Rockin' Rebels. Trust me, that opening riff is basically the same as Rock and Roll Girls. Both great tunes, but um, yeah. Copping a riff there, Fogarty. Uh, let's see, before that was ooh, Hank Ballard and the Midnighters with Let's Go, Let's Go, Let's Go. And at the top, Connie Francis with The Super Sexy Fallen. Okay, more British beat, British Invasion. Um, one of the biggest acts of the entire 1960s was Petula Clark, known for Downtown and I Know a Place and My Love. And this song, I believe, reached number 12 on the Hot 100, and it is my favorite song of hers. Here is Petula Clark with a sign of the times.